0: Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. Now, what do you say to this kind of person? They get on the path to financial freedom. It's not going to be like instantaneous as nothing is, but they start to realize that FI is maybe three to six years down the road and they somehow find a less stressful job. They stop caring a little bit. It's very close, but they justify it as keep working a day job as their kids are your guy's kid's age. You can't take them out of school. Like really, you can't really travel too much because Mm -hmm. they're stuck in school and you only can take them out four times and maybe a long summer. These are like the really gradations of possibilities and they're good options. Would you still argue for just knocking in the head and get the FI and quit? Or is that a good option?
1: I think the luckiest people are the ones who find work that they love to do. I didn't find that. I was miserable after the first year, but I gutted it out for 13 years, switched jobs. So that was in a new city. So that was pretty fun going from New York City to San Francisco. But in terms of finding that lower paying job that provides more balance, I think that's great because the ultimate goal is to do something that provides some meaning and purpose where you can still have a balanced and secure lifestyle. Going all or nothing is extreme. And I did that because my job stunk. It was like 60, 70 hours a week, a lot of stress. It just didn't feel worth it. But that's the irony. If I didn't have a really stressful job right out of school, I probably wouldn't have saved a- as aggressively. I wouldn't have learned as much about investing and trying to diversify my wealth. W- what did you do right out of college?
0: Same thing. My job absolutely sucked. I was traveling 100% of the time and they treat me like crap. i are <laughs> um, yeah. in construction. That was just how it is.
1: So the suckier your job, the more you want to get out. So if you can find that job that provides good balance, I would consider yourself blessed. Why bother trying to get to FI?
0: Yeah, to me that it's a trifecta. You can have if you have one of these two things, you're fine. Which is you enjoy what you do, which mm-hmm. I didn't. Number two, you like who you work with, and then number three, you like your boss. If you have two of the three of those, consider yourself lucky. Yeah. Um, if you have all three of them, don't tell anybody because you're probably living a dream. But yeah, sometimes as you're p- trying to pass down this wealth and legacy, sometimes the yeah. insight of this struggle going through was what was needed to come to this path and this realization. But I guess moving on, you've transcended to past that end game mark, right? What are, what were some of the takeaways and some of the epiphanies that happened that you progressed through?
1: The first thing is it's really jolting once you no longer do your day job of however many years, right? Because 40, 50, 60 hours a week you're spending, that's your identity. So once you stop doing that, it's very disconcerting, it's not comfortable. And there'll be a point, maybe six months, maybe a year where you'll feel lost. You'll not know what to do because there's only so many tennis matches you can play. There are only so many European churches you can see before they all start looking the same. And you need to find uh, something you enjoy doing that provides purpose. Because without purpose, you'll feel lost. You'll probably feel sad. You might even get depressed. And so it shows that money is not the answer to all your problems. Money's Money helps with you not worrying so much about money or where your meal is gonna be. If you can get those stresses away and provide for your family, you're gonna feel less stressed, but it still leaves that hole of what to do. So it's important before you leave your job to know what you're gonna do. Retire to something, not from something. And I recently celebrated my 10 year anniversary of being an early retiree and I called myself a fake retiree because these posts don't write themselves. My book, Buy This, Not That, took two years to write. It takes a lot of work, but it provided a lot of meaning and purpose. And so that's why I feel really lucky. I feel like I have that trifecta that you mentioned. My wife is a really good boss. I like what I do and I feel like I provide purpose.
0: Yeah. The concept of Ikigai, something good for the world. Obviously I'm a reader, something you can monetize, something you're halfway decent at and something you enjoy. Yeah. But I think that's rare to find somebody, somebody to find something that it's on all four of those check boxes.
1: It's rare, but I don't know how many, how much effort are we really making to try to get those four things or those three out of the four, two out of the four. You gotta be really intentional. If you wanna achieve financial freedom, you gotta be intentional by making a plan, reverse engineering that plan and figuring out how to get there by year, by age, whatever it is. And it's the same thing with finding purpose in your life. How we go through the motions, and then we wake up five to 10 years later and wonder, what are we doing with our lives or where did all our money go? But if you're intentional with your purpose to figure out what exactly you want to do, have you spent an hour a week figuring that out, talking to someone? I would say most people don't. They just go to work and then they go watch football and basketball and then they go back to work again on Monday. Be more intentional.
0: Yeah. I would say it's very possible to get to financial independence, doing it passively on the side on 30 minutes every day after work. But to me, like, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, Sam, but As far as finding purpose, something that hits Ikigai for you, I feel like you need to really not have a day job, number one, and like to go through this, I call it like an air bubble, like six months or maybe several years where you just don't do jack and you just sit and ponder what you're (laughs) going to do, have that inkling what you're going to do before you pull the cord. Yeah. I
1: started Financial Ceremony in 2009 while I was working. It was a side hustle. It was just my journal but I loved it so much. I would wake up at 5 a.m. to go write. I would come back, eat, and I couldn't wait to get going writing or connecting with people online after 9 p.m. And that's all I really thought about before and after work. And so it was a point where after two and a half years, I was like, you know what, this is fun. I know it's you can make some money off of it to provide, uh, subsidize my severance pay and my passive income. So why not go for it? Because the worst case scenario is I fail, and I just go back to work at age 36 or 37. That's the thing. It's like the worst. Your fears in your head are often way worse than reality. Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com club.